0: Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. <laughs>
2: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Went to Moe Kings Meadow, the podcast that talks exclusively about the WSL champions. Um, I'm your host Dean and on this week's show we are celebrating Chelsea's WSL title win, believe it or not. Um, this is episode 23 of Went to Mo Kings Meadow entitled, That's Why We're Champions, again. Um, now, before I get started, I just want to say a big thank you to everybody who signed up to our Patreon Um, If you can and would like to help support us financially, you can do so by heading to www.patreon.com forward slash went Kings Meadow. Uh, In return, we've got plenty of exclusive content planned over the summer. So if you want to hear more from us, you've got to subscribe. The link will be in the description of the episode, um, wherever you're getting that from. Uh, Joining me for this celebration is my wonderful co-host Jane. Jane, how are you doing?
3: Yeah, I'm good. I've not got much of a voice left. I should be all right to get through
2: yeah we'll get into more of the why in a, in a minute I'll introduce our other guests because there's no party without your friends is there Jane and luckily we've got no, two of our not. very good friends with us um no particular order to this um first up we've got the delightful Tracy Brown uh Tracy welcome back
4: it's great to be here on a fabulous day obviously
2: Absolutely. And also joining us is the equally delightful Kerry Evans. Kerry, still on Cloud9? Yep, and cheers. (laughs) Yeah, glass of um, champagne, bottle of champagne, sorry, for those listening rather than watching in. Um, Before we look at the actual game, um, I think we should just celebrate Chelsea's success. Um, 22 games played, 18 wins, three doors, three draws, sorry. Uh, Just one defeat. Uh, 57 points WSL champions 2020 2021. Uh, Kerry, your reaction sort of to Chelsea being champions again?
5: I think it's just more relief because you, you never know with Reading, So I'm, I'm just buzzing.
2: Yeah, Tracy, I suppose, you know, Kerry's on cloud nine. There's plenty of us on the same cloud, isn't there?
4: I think there is, to be fair. I was I was a bit more cagey, admittedly. Before this game, and I'd spoken to my partner about it yesterday. He's like, You beat them 5 0 last time, you're gonna walk this. Who doesn't know anything really about women's football? I was like, Why are you panicking? I was like, I just, You don't understand, you don't understand. And early on, said, What was the score? And I went, 5 0. And he's like, Well, there you go, then. What were you even worried about? It's like, Yeah, but you never know. So uh, I think we're on cloud 9, 10, and 11. Um, and I think that will keep going for the week, to be fair.
2: Yeah, what's such a big deal about it, um, Jane? You mentioned not having much of a voice left, and you didn't disturb your neighbours today, did you? What um, what happened today in your world?
3: No, I actually watched the game from the car park of King's Meadow. A couple of us went down and sat on the grass and watched the game from our iPads, and then we was there at the end to sort of celebrate with the players, social distance.
2: Yeah, um, Kerry, you were there as well. Um, what were the celebrations like with the players sort of at full-time? I see some pictures.
5: Yeah, because at first they were like, oh, the players won't be coming out. And then I think the players were like, we're coming, we're going out. And they just went up on this little box and um, just started, and then Magda lifted the trophy with us and we just sang songs. And I think Sam was already getting a bit hammered because <laughs> she was, <laughs> she's, was, I don't know what she was doing, but it's all all good
2: yeah i think sam is officially gone is what um a term i use um you're gone at that stage um Jane, hopefully lots of videos that you've got or in would you live in the yeah. moment
3: no i managed i videoed it when the players came up and when emma came up as well to see us so i'll be sharing them on social media later
2: yeah make sure you do i'm sure people would love to see them um should we talk about the game for a bit then um what happened earlier today? The venue was Kings Meadow, the opposition Red FC. The full time result, Chelsea 5, Red 0. nil. Jane, talk us through the all important information from the game.
3: So, Chelsea lined up this one in a 3 4 3 formation and catching Berger was in goal. We had Millie Bright, Sophie Ingle and Jess Carter. I'm sorry, I don't know the formation they actually played and I've just got it all written down as who played but so we had Anka Junberger, Millie Bright, Sophie Ingle, Jess Carter, Melanie Leopolds, G So Young, Frank Herbie, Magda Eriksen, Sam Kurt, Neve Charles and Peniel Harder and um, the use substitutes was Yona Anderson for Neve Charles at the 57th minute, Erin Cuthbert for Peniel Harder at the 57th minute, Guru Writing for G in the 57th minute, Hannah Blundell for Carter in the 69th minute, Jesse Fleming for Liverpool was in the 69th minute. The substitutes not used was Zakira Musovic, Carly Telford, Bethany England and Drew Spence. Um stats wise oh, that's... with Chelsea with Chelsea first, uh, possession 60% to 40%, shots 17 to 7, shots on target 9 to 1, corners 5 to 3 and fouls 7 to 4.
2: Yeah, I think the formation was uh, 4-4-2 in the diamond, as we've seen. Um, but before we go into that, um, before kickoff, Kerry Emma presented Farrah Williams with a signed shirt and some flowers ahead of her, her final league game as a pro. Um, I suppose it was kind of fitting that her career ended against you know, the club where it all started, wasn't it?
5: Yeah, which is it, it, stuff like that. Just, it's just really weird. But yeah, she started, I think, with Tony Farmer, and yeah, and it was her last game. So.
2: Yeah, fantastic um, career she's had, and um, you know, as a Chelsea fan, Tracy, I suppose she had the best seat in the house. Yeah,
4: yeah, I think it was like, oh look, we've lost. Oh my god, the team I support have won. So it must have been a lot of mixed emotions. Look, um, no, to be quite honest, um, you know, Emma Hayes really likes her, and I can see her coming in 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 a form of staff or something behind the scenes. Um, well,
5: Emma tried. Emma tried to sign her in 2015 yeah. when she went up, but she chose Arsenal.
4: Yeah,
2: I suppose we it can forgive her. Fail right. to
4: make the wrong decisions every now yeah. and again, you know. Mm. Can't really hold it against her. Oh everybody, no, everybody <laughs>
2: makes mistakes. Yeah. Um, Tracy. So, yeah, what, yeah, looking back at the lineup, then um, it was actually uh, Jess Carter in at left back this week, as opposed to Neve Charles. Who they swap positions. Perhaps that's a precursor to next week's lineup, perhaps?
4: I personally think we'll most probably start the way we started today, to be fair. But the only thing that I was disappointed by was the fact that Beth England didn't come on as a sub. It's about the only thing I was, I was sort of maybe upset about, but I think there's mostly a reason behind that, and that'll be for next weekend.
2: Yeah, I've got a question about that later on. Um, Kerry, I expected Anderson to come back into the team at left back because I think she's our best left back. Emma again left her on the bench. Um, do you think her place is in doubt next week?
5: Oh, you never know with Emma. I mean, Jonna has played a lot of games, so maybe she's just resting, and especially because she's in Sweden. So who knows with what Emma's plans are up to?
2: Yeah, I've, I've given up. I, I still do try every week to predict... Um, <laughs> what the heck Emma's going to do. I'm sure she just listens to that bit and then says, well, I'm not going to do that then. Um, just to wind me up. Um, Jane, is, we went with the Diamond in midfield. Uh, no place again for Bethany England, as we've just mentioned. Uh, she didn't even come off the bench, as Tracy said. Um, a difficult season for her, given you know the highest she had last year. This season, despite the title wins, personally, has been a bit of a low for her.
3: I think it's been tough for her. Obviously, last season... We had the absence of Fran with her illness. So that's where she got most of her playtime because there was that gap in the squad. And then obviously, where we signed in the summer and we've had, like, we've got the options of Fran, Peniel, Sam, and Beth, it's been tough. It's been tough for her. And then obviously, she got her concussion injury just as she was coming back to like how she was. But I think maybe resting her today means, well, I'm hoping she'll get a start on Sunday in the Champions League final.
2: Yeah. We'll have to wait and see on that. Um, obviously still a very important player for Chelsea, but it's interesting the rumours building about uh, Lauren James and perhaps what might happen this summer, but that's a topic for another podcast. Um, Tracy, there was bound to be some nerves before kick-off. I'm sure we all felt them, as did the players. Uh, but those were settled pretty quickly when uh, many Liverpools hit home, You know, just over a minute gone. The best possible start to a game of this magnitude, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, it was sort of blinking, you missed it. Uh, right at the beginning um yes I think for anyone and us I I, even Emma would have mostly had some slight nerves going into this knowing that you know focus was just to win um yeah I think we all were a little bit cautious because of our history with Reading I think that literally did calm everything my panic was then that nothing really happened after that for a while um but we just looked solid from the get-go we had a mission to and a focus just to go out there and win um and yeah, that was the best start possible, to be
2: fair. Yeah, I was driving back home because so I was a bit late coming back, and then I was sort of, I uh, wonder what it's going to be like. And then I see the Chelsea Pride tagged you in a tweet, and I know that's <laughs> always a good, a good <laughs> tag in a tweet from Chelsea Pride. Uh, Kerry, I want to talk about Jess Carter's corner because you know that's the you know second time in two weeks where she's used her ability on set pieces to create a goal for Chelsea, and she's really proven herself. You know, in this starting eleven, isn't she?
5: Yeah, since she, uh, we can <laughs> kind of say we haven't missed Maron when she's she's coming. She's been really solid coming, so well done to her and another great assist.
2: Yeah, I suppose that's a point that is quite often overlooked. That you know we've missed, we've lost Maron to a very serious injury, and we really you know, apart from I think we missed a penalty in the first game after she was injured. Uh, that was the mm-hmm. first time we we really see her you know, absence on the pitch. Apart from that. Nev and Jess have done fantastic. Um, Jane, although that did settle a few nerves, you know it wasn't a vintage performance from Chelsea in that first half. But given the circumstances and you know everything that was riding on the result, you know we needed to win to win the league. You know it's understandable that we probably weren't at our most fluent in this game.
3: I think the way we had to obviously we had to win the we had to win the game, and then obviously City's results. If we're drawn on stuff like that. I think the way we sort of came out, we had to look at it as if we was playing the likes of City or Arsenal and come out with our strongest team and play the best we can. But I think it was in Emma's interview I listened back to, she said that she wasn't, she was not disappointed in the team, but they didn't play the best to the best of their ability.
2: Yeah, and you know, that showed probably a half time team talk uh, a bit too much. Uh, Tracy, Fran got four against Reading in the reverse fixture of this game. And they couldn't keep her off the score sheet again today. It was good work from Pinilla Harder winning the ball. And then when Kirby and Kirling Cup, you know, you just can't stop them. And that really sort of I felt it sealed the game even at 2-0 and early, you know, still half the play. That the title was won then, wasn't it?
4: I think it was won then, to be fair. I didn't, I didn't, and there was no way on earth I saw sort of reading coming and and um even getting one, let alone let alone more. And I think to be quite honest, when when Fran and Sam link up, it is just electric. You know what they're both capable of doing. Um, that is one formidable partnership, um, to be fair. Um, and I'm just looking to see more and more come out of that. But, yes, yeah, admittedly, Fran does really like doing well against Reading. Um, don't get more. We're not knocking it. If she wants to keep doing that season after season, that's
2: fine. I suppose she gets flashbacks to her days in training, and she knows. Well, I know how to do this because I did this so yeah. many times. Um, Kerry, the third goal for me showed you know the real ruthlessness of this team because you know Reading had a bit of a spell of pressure in that second half. Uh, Bright makes a long clearance and then Kerr gets on a loose ball, passes it to Sam, uh, to Frank Kirby, and she finishes in the top corner. You know, even when the opposition think they're getting on top in the game, Chelsea just come back and as we said, tap tap boom, it's a goal.
5: Yeah. That's the, um, I can't even, to be fair, I can't even remember the goal because my mind just got, gone totally blank at this precise moment.
2: That was the best goal. <laughs> from 25 yards. It,
5: <laughs> yeah, but when you're watching it on an iPad and you could hear the ground screaming and we couldn't tell you that it was a goal, we just didn't know what was going on. It all got a bit confusing.
2: No, to be fair, I wanted to write down the goals so we had something to actually talk about. And I was like, OK, who scored? <laughs> No, let me go on YouTube and watch all this again, and I know what happened and who was even on the pitch. Now I know what Emma says at the end of games, like what was the score, because you know you just live in in the moment.
4: Anne couldn't even get it right in interview at the end. She thought it was four nil, and Magda was stood next to her and went it was five, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it was 5. So, <laughs> and that's a player that was playing in the game.
2: Yeah, so you know you can't blame us for, for not remembering what's happened about. Five hours ago, if that. Um, Jane, that finish from Kirby and then her assist to Kerr for the fourth goal, I think that shows why she's going to be Player of the Year, probably the Ballon d'Or winner as well.
3: I really do hope she wins the Ballon d'Or. This season, she has just been phenomenal. Like You would never think she had been through what she had last season. She's just been on top of it all season. And her link-up with Kerr as well. They just—they both work so well together and they're always there to assist each other and help each other get them
0: goals. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee and you'll help support the Chelsea fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box.
2: Yeah, I'm going to fall on the floor um, if she doesn't win it. Sorry, a terrible joke. Um, (laughs) Let's move to the fifth goal quickly then before anyone replays that. Um, Erin Cuffbert, for those of you that don't remember, she scored a goal today. Um, just about bundling it over the line. Yeah.
4: Um, it went over. That's all that matters. Yeah.
2: Grace yeah went I over. do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good then. I'll ask you this question then. Um, no, I think that um, sort of wrapped up the game. Tracy, the second half, um, despite Chelsea making five subs, um, that obviously disrupts the flow of the game, you know, the two first half goals really, you know, killed the game. And then Chelsea was able to really enjoy themselves in that second half especially when, when Guru Ryan come on I think they really clicked in that front line then
4: I really like Guru to be fair um, to be quite honest I I'm, I wouldn't have wanted to have been in the dressing room at half time because I don't think Emma would have been overly happy um, but we did look like we come out even with the substitutions as you said with more of the weight had already been lifted because we were already 2-0 up and I think you could see that just in the play Even when, you know, Redden did have some of the ball and were coming at us, we still look comfortable. Um, And obviously, substitution's crucial with um, a slightly important game next.
2: Yeah, wonder what on earth that could be. Um, No idea. Cue the celebrations then at full time. Um, Kerry, what was your reaction like outside of Kings Meadow? Oh, it just went a bit off.
5: There There wasn't that many of us, but we made a good noise
2: it's not the size it's what you do with it um mm. jane what was it like for you being there go you know, did it was it almost as good as being inside the ground
3: it was the, it was weird to obviously be i've never seen like us win a league like in person obviously last year was over like zoom or however they did it so to actually be there but not be there like we was the other side of the gate so all you could see was the, like the fireworks going off It felt nice to be there, but it just didn't feel, it didn't feel right.
2: No, hopefully, you know, this season is the last of um, virtual supporters um, and we can get back inside. Um, Obviously, social media is a great place for pictures and videos of celebrations. Um, My favourite so far has been the picture of the the youngsters when they got given a bar of Cadbury's dairy milk. (laughs) they're not allowed to drink yeah. yet. Um what's your highlight so far, Jane, of those that you've seen?
3: Um the vid I, ju- I think just Sam Kerr in general.
2: Just Sam She Curran just
3: she, she just seems she loves the, she loved to drink by the looks of it. She was just a naughty girl. She she was just living she was living her life. best life. <laughs> You know. Honestly, like the
5: someone just, she was someone just up. messaged me. Someone just messaged me going, "Sam, Sam's gone." By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I dread to think what's been put on Instagram. I just, I know the you,
2: videos um, I saw. This quote from Emma that says, "They wish they're in tomorrow and they can have Tuesday off." Um, I worry for Sam Kerr training tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's going on on their Instagram, uh, Tracy? What what have you seen? What's been your favourite little bit? There's, of-
4: there's been, been, I mean, there's been as you can imagine. The moment that whistle went, literally, Twitter, Instagram, it just blew up. To be fair, I think one of my favourite pictures I saw though wasn't even of the players. It was our fantastic management team. To be fair, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be who we are. It's yeah, the players are fantastic, but it takes a fantastic team of managers, assistant managers, and coaches behind the scenes to make a difference. And that's actually one of the best pictures I've seen with them holding the trophy Um, because they're the reason we're in the position we are. To be fair,
2: yeah, I replied to your um, Chelsea Pride tweet of them, you know, saying the sculptures because okay, they've got the best uh, materials available to them. Yep. Without somebody having the skill and mouth to sculpture something beautiful, it, it wouldn't work, and it would be. Just a really crappy bowl. Yeah. Um, Staying on Chelsea Pride, obviously the pictures of of Magda and Panilla with the trophy obviously would mean a great deal to you as well.
4: That's becoming a bit of a a thing now. So we've got the one from the last cup. Now we've got this. Now next weekend we'll add another. And we can just keep that going because it always looks nice when you have a picture with different trophies. So if them two just want to keep doing that, we as fans will just keep liking it and retweeting it and... You know, it's a bit, it's a bit shiny and nice. The next one, so it'll, it'll go nicely. You know, for three, and then, you know, we'll all be able to go to the FA Cup. So let's, you know, let's keep that one going as well for later. Well, next season now, which is quite annoying. Or whenever we're playing it, because like, you get so confused that they keep putting it back, back. But we'll take all four with them to hold in them all.
2: I'm sure they've got space in their house for four. <laughs> Come on,
4: surely It got an extra room Just full of all the stuff that One of them's won And then the other one's won um, Literally just a trophy room Of, you know I mean Canilla's won The league now The last six years in a row <laughs> That's just ridiculous That's a lot of winning trophies
2: Yeah, it obviously just doesn't get boring, does it? Um,
4: <laughs> doesn't it for is. Chelsea fans, anyway
2: Yeah, no, I love <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm not sure how
4: Man City fans Are feeling right now Poor things
2: yeah, poor loves. I don't think they're listening, to be fair, Tracy. Um, I, don't,
4: I don't really think they are, no, no. Audience are. For
2: us. Um, We've been put on mute, probably.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, anything to do with Chelsea is mostly on mute. Or
2: yeah, I agree
4: We agreed they've all signed out of the computer for the next two weeks.
2: Yeah, it makes sense. I would if I was a Man City fan. <laughs> um,
4: yeah, I would as well. Yeah.
2: I wouldn't even have to have social media. I wouldn't want to watch Chelsea winning all the time. It would really annoy me. Uh, Kerry what have you seen that's been your highlight of the celebrations so far I think they're going to continue um, long into tonight
5: um, I think for me when um, the players came out and celebrated the fans we had a bit of a sing song and it wasn't it's not the same but it was better than nothing
2: yeah Jaina as well great to see Maron involved in, in the celebrations with the team hobbling along yeah it was
3: lovely it was lovely to see her there as she has made She's been such a big part to this season. She played a big part until she obviously got her injury. So it was so good to see her back and back celebrating with the team. And hopefully she'll be there next week as well in Sweden with them.
2: Yeah, I just want to say, there looked like there were some spare medals on the table. Um, So if anyone's listening from free or Chelsea and they're just knocking about somewhere. um, (laughs) There's four of
4: us and we can all have one each.
2: Yeah, we'll stick it on the wall, and then you can see it in the background of the videos. I know,
3: stuff. I noticed that. there did look a lot of medals in that train. I was like, the squad's not that big. Yeah. I wonder if it's for the um, staff.
2: Either. Oh, it could have been. Yeah, straight on eBay. <laughs> That's a very good
4: idea. We could all, could all come back on each. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, what else have I got for us to say? I've got a quote for another quote from Emma because she loves talking. Um. She said winning the league is, I think, the real indicator that you're the dominant team. To do that in the fashion we've done it, we've controlled what we've needed to. And it's not and we've not been chasing all season. Uh Trish, I suppose it highlights the importance of, of this league win. Obviously, last year won on points per game. So some fans may question that win. Yeah, you know, it's not bad,
4: Jimmy.
2: Yeah, there's not a true win. No complaints from anybody this year. We deserved this win, didn't we?
4: That's why at the end of the game, when Emma walked towards the cameras, she literally she was kissing the medal and she was literally like, We won this one to stop anyone from talking because it was really important. And to not have to rely on anyone else and sit firmly at the top um, and not have to worry about other scores was great. It just proves we are by far the best team in England, far none.
2: Yeah. Kerry, I know we've taken the mick out of Man City fans for a little bit, but um, on Twitter, their supporters group did send their congratulations out um, at full time, and you know that's something I love about the women's game. Yeah, it's a sign of real, real class, and it's something that's quite unique to women's football. I feel.
5: Yeah, to Man City, they, they 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 always congratulate us, or if there wasn't when Erin got injured, she, um, they messaged us as well. So they're good to, they are a good, they're a good supports group, and. And also we send our commiserations to Bristol as well, because it's not nice to go down.
2: No, yeah, Man City, the second best supporters group, Man City, the second best team, second only to Chelsea Football Club. Uh talking of being top of the table, Jane, why don't you run us through the end of season league table and who finished where? So, oh
3: hang on. I've lost it. <laughs> Let me get it back <laughs> up. You I just need to know Chelsea was top.
4: Chelsea was top. Chelsea was top. We were top, and Bristol went down, <laughs> Bam. Um, unfortunately. And that's it. City come second, so yeah,
2: so Chelsea. Fill been in, been in the other places though, just for, just for Chelsea parenting.
4: topped it with
3: fifty-seven points. Man City was second with fifty-five points. Arsenal were third with forty-eight eight points. Them three teams have qualified. Champions League next season. Uh, In fourth place was United on 47 points. Everton were fifth with 32 points. Brighton was sixth with 27 points. Reading was seventh with 24 points. Tottenham was eighth with 20 points. West Ham was ninth with 15 points. Aston Villa was tenth with 15 points. Birmingham was 11th with 14 points. And Bristol was
2: 12th on 12 points. Yeah, as we said, commiserations to Bristol City. Um, the Vixen cast we've worked with a bit. Yeah, you know, they're good people, and I wish it was West Ham. Um, Tracy today, West Ham had three substitutes. Burnham City had one substitute. He was a goalkeeper. Um, although a fantastic season, and you know Chelsea deserve winners and lots of competition. There's still long, long, long way to go in terms of funding these clubs properly and giving their players the best opportunities to, to perform on the top of the women's stage
4: yes there's definitely issues i'm sorry look where west ham men are look at the stadium they play in look where they are in the league and then look at their women's team it's embarrassing but this this ongoing financial problem within the women's game is embarrassing um you look at the prize money for winning competitions and then you look at what the men get And then you expect the women's game to grow. Uh, There needs to be far more investment, and seeing so little substitutes on a bench is actually disheartening, but more needs to be done. Hopefully, the new deal going forward next year with Sky, um, more money getting put into the game, will be a a sort of push in the right direction.
2: Yeah, I suppose it's for the FA to make sure that the money that's coming in from from Sky and BBC is going into
4: the women's game.
2: Not to the owners at the moment who are refusing to to back their teams. Um, Kerry, is the sports group, got anything planned in terms of celebrations when restrictions are lifted at all, or is that still to be talked about?
5: I haven't even we haven't even thought about that. I think I think get the Champions League over with and then we'll have a massive party.
2: Sounds sounds good to me. Um, obviously, the league title wasn't the only trophy won today. Um, Jane Sam Kerr winning the golden boot with, I think, 21 goals. I've not looked that up. Um, she said a really lovely quote after the game. Uh, she said, this probably means the most to me out of all my golden boots. I feel a lot of people said, I've come to Europe to prove myself. And here it is. Um, not bad for a flop, is it?
3: No. it's She's done brilliant all season. And everyone that said at the beginning of the season oh, she's rubbish, why did we spend that sort of money on her? She's proved herself wrong she is just she's been not she's been unstoppable all season and there was no way Miedema was going to get Golden Boot it was hers from the very beginning
2: yeah absolutely Um, who's Midamar? I don't know anyway um, not just Sanka not just Sanka AKB Golden
3: Glove
2: Tracy AKB is an adrenaline junkie she loves to get you know kicked and punched around when she's playing football and um, an unsung hero this year, I think.
4: Yes. And unfortunately, when it comes to sort of, players of the seasons, goalkeepers don't normally tend to get a look in. It would tend to go to attackers and goal scorers. But best goalkeeper in Europe, bar none in a women's game. Absolutely formidable at the back. Completely rely on her. Her agility is phenomenal. 100% deserved the... Uh, golden glove award for this season I am i don't think there's anyone who doesn't love the women's game and definitely Chelsea fans who couldn't praise her high enough, she has been incredible
2: Yeah I suppose Kerry looking back on just on the season very very quickly um, lots of lots of highs but I suppose for me it's, you know, the return of Frank Kirby and you know, her level of performance which has been the standout above everyone I think this year hasn't she
5: yeah, you, you can't tell that as I said with all the issues she's had in the past, injuries, um, yeah, you can't tell that's that hasn't haunted her this year, which is great to see. Because you just when you've got a fit Frank Herbie, she's one of the best players in the world.
2: Absolutely. Um, next off is Gothenburg, or Tracy, you want to say it properly.
4: Jotteboy. Jotteboy. boy.
2: Close enough. Um, Sweden. Go to Sweden. Ask where the football's being played. They'll take you straight there. That's all we've got time for this week, I'm afraid, because it's going to descend into chaos. Um, We're going to end up like Sam Kerr if we don't leave it here. Um, We're going to be back on Tuesday to have a proper look at the Champions League final, Um, just that small game to be played. Uh, We're going to be joined by Mira Ekstrom for that, so make sure you look out for that in your feeds. Um, Jane, a pleasure to come on and talk about a title win in our first podcast season. Um, not all down to us but I think we played a huge part this year didn't we
3: yeah it's been nice and it's been nice that we've been able to be here and talk about it and hopefully next week we can talk about another trophy one and
2: yeah yeah I suppose with the Champions League that's been down to us as well really um, yeah Tracy, always a pleasure to have you back on the podcast um, loving the content that Chelsea Pride are producing all the time Um yeah, enjoy the rest of your evening celebrating you know, this title win.
4: Yeah, my phone is literally buzzing as, as, as I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure it isn't the only one. So I'm sure Carrie's is like literally as hot as hell right next to us, to be honest. No, um, <laughs> I mean we all work together. We're all there because we all love Chelsea. So um we just gotta keep that that going. I'm sure it will go on all week. I don't think Ellie's even gonna win tonight. I'm sure we're all gonna be putting content out all week ready for
2: next weekend yeah Kerry uh, thank you for joining us I'm sure the supporters group have got lots of stuff planned for this week um where can they find that sort of supporters group stuff
3: uh
5: so on Facebook you can just follow us at Chelsea Women's Sports Group and on Twitter and Instagram which is again Chelsea Women's Sports Group and actually I just want to say a big thanks to you three for all the work that you've done this season
2: yeah it's a pleasure to um, okay. be part of the Chelsea Women's community. Um, everybody is, you know, as fantastic as the teams. What I like to say. Um, less than a minute left on this meeting, so let's shout out our Twitter handles. We're at Mo King's Meadow. I'm at D Mears. Jane is at Jane Chapel X. Tracy is at Chelsea Girl 1978. 78. Yeah. Uh, Kerry is at Kerry Evans. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at went to Mo King's Meadow. All the links for Chelsea Pride and Chelsea Women Sports Group will be in the description. I'm not going to say them now. Uh, you can email us at gmail.com. We'll read them out on the show, whatever you've got to say. Uh, but that is it. Until next time, Chelsea fans, from Kingsmeadow to Gothenburg, really, keep the blue flag flying high.